Welcome to episode 14 of the Us and Oceans Live News Podcast. Us and Oceans Live News. The Podcast. Welcome back to Uzunun's Live News and these are the highlights from 27th of May and today the 2nd of June. China empties the waters around it and now ventures further afield. And Marine Animal Park gets probed, forcing conservation officials to consider sanctuary sea pens. Baby seal stranded on rocks because it's full of rubbish. Vegan seafood is about to become big business and not a moment too soon. Hello everybody, welcome back again to Uznos' Live News. Uh, sorry I've been away for so long, it's been almost like five weeks, four or five weeks or something like that. Uh thing we had, the dogs that we looked after, after our, unfortunately our uh, dog passed away, our boxer dog. And uh, after a week we took on two Staffordshire Bull Terriers to look after uh, because the people who the dogs belonged to they had a house and they lost the house and the, they had to go in temporary accommodations unfortunately couldn't take the dogs with them so they got us to look after them unbeknownst to us the female that was uh, amongst the ones we looked after was <laughs> was pregnant was having puppies and and now it was just yeah, so busy such such a busy time for us all uh, the puppies are now three weeks old, and it's been it's been quite stressful. And I just didn't with work and everything. I had just absolutely no time to uh, come do anything, do a podcast. I've hardly had time to actually carry on with those notions live news on Facebook. Uh, that's why. But anyways, I'm back again. Uh, hope you're all doing great. Again, sorry I've been so long away uh hope, hopefully i've lost too many uh loyalty customers if there was any at all uh, well, there you are uh but first i'd like to kick off with a little bit of promotion which i will do totally for free all the time if there's anything you want to promote let me know and uh, look at your product and i will share it on this podcast and hopefully as it grows people will be more interested in your product so um, I'd like to kick off with this fabulous new restaurant, which I have not been to, but uh, unfortunately, thing is it's struggling to actually make ends meet. It's just called the V Word, which is a cafe, and it's in Hazel Square in Hull, UK. Uh, it, it, but I think it's the location's been. I've been told the locations is it's pretty hidden place. It's one of those gems hidden in the secret location again a bit like the zoo uh, which is a bit closer to the main road at the zoo but this um, v, the V word which is hidden like in the little arcade and uh, seems to be struggling to get get heard or get seen and have people uh, and this is it's slightly out of reach really you're going to have to have a, a car so if you're like in um, let's say 
in town centre. It's sort of like uh, a bit complicated uh, to get there. Need a car to get from anywhere where you are near town to get to Hazel Square and obviously go to the cafe and visit. But if you were anywhere nearby, uh, please try making an effort or something like get there, visit there. Apparently the food is second to none. It's absolutely fantastic food there. I can't wait to go and uh, visit myself. I was going to go today, uh, but we obviously took our kids swimming instead. So definitely want to have a go and go there and see what it's like. And uh, and if I do find out, well, I will definitely make a review on here of it and see what it's like, and I'll keep promoting that one too. Uh, second thing I want to promote is the Rich Roll podcast, one of my favourite podcasts. There's been a recent one that I've been on there, uh, which was uh, Patrick Baboomia, Baboomian is it, or Baboomian, one of the guys, Patrick Baboomian, is on Facebook, tw- Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, he was on the podcast and totally uh, devoted to animals and obviously he's a vegan himself and uh, fabulous podcast that was so I couldn't but then again I love Rich Roll's podcast anyway listen to every time on my truck makes my uh, journey from A to B pass really quick and he does fantastic uh, uh, he does an app as well if you have an uh, uh, let's say if you've got an Apple you can go on iTunes, download the app. You go on, you go to iTunes, download the app, and uh, you can have all his episodes from zero, from one to uh, what is this? Like something like four hundred something now is the episode. I'm currently on two hundred and ten, I believe, and uh, that's where I'm at the moment. Two hundred ten. And uh, the, the Patrick Baboumian was in there, one of the episodes, the recent ones. And thoroughly enjoyed it. Can only recommend it to you guys. Uh, go and check it out. Uh, it's also got a fantastic website, which is you can go to richclub.com. He's on Facebook, he's on Instagram. And uh, he also does this program where uh, you can join, it costs a bit of money. Um, I'm not sure how much it is. Something like uh, some a couple of couple of pound a month or something. Like that. Well, I can't remember if it's a week or a, a month. And what they do is that you get this, uh, you do get this special promotion there, and you, as as a member, you will uh, get uh, total advice on nutrition. You get free, uh, I think it's recipes. I believe you get recipes or something like that. I'm pretty sure it's something. I haven't really looked into it fully, but it's supposed to be really, really good. And if I think people in the USA, I'm not sure if he's. I don't think he's managed to get it around to UK or worldwide yet. But in the USA, you can uh, go to his website, uh, look at the recipe, and then you can actually order the ingredients from the site, and they will deliver it straight to your house, which is fantastic. I think it's a brilliant idea. So yeah, definitely go richroll.com. Uh, also find Richroll on YouTube. His, his podcast podcast always updated there when he gets a new uh, uh, interview on there. So go and check that one out. So yeah, so now we got what well, I've just had the highlights. This is China's emptying its emptying its seas, and it basically tested 
what they've done there is tested uh, China of how much they actually the, the the main fish they actually eat it's called the yellow croaker which is China's most popular fish and the, the it's absolutely it's been well very much uh, classed as extinct now around the China seas so what they do is the only the only fish they actually uh, trying to get the yellow croaker is all farmed it's got to be farmed but the problem is they have to feed them smaller fish so all the fish that are in China they dredge that over the sea as well which is becoming really really bad thing and there's a the article which is part of equivalence um, Cho and Lin it was called chowandlin.com Chow and Lin and the equivalence the ecological footprint of fish uh, so they examined the impact of farm fishing through the large yellow croaker which is in China's most popular fish uh, working with scientists, fish experts and local government officials they traversed four towns in Fujian, China to build a, a tessellated mosaic of fish portraits to see how much wild fish is needed to sustain fish farming the answer is 7.15 kilogram 39 species more than 4,000 wilds small fish to raise a single kilogram of large, large yellow croaker there are three single fish at the center of the picture which is like a picture there's like three fish and it all the fish around you can see is absolutely disgusting in my eyes to what they have to feed this three fish just to get this fish on their plates now the agile croaker is china's most popular fish and they used to be caught in the wild for generations Overfishing coupled with the sharp rise of consumption in China has led to near extinction of the large yellow croaker species in the wild. Today, virtually every large yellow croaker is farmed and they are fed with wild, small fish caught in the nearby, nearby China seas. Many of these fish are caught premature and these species are threatened due to overfishing and lack of regulation. Each year, 400,000 tons of wild small fish are caught and ground into large yellow croaker feed. And 7.17 million tons of wild small fish are caught in total. China accounts for more than 60% of the world's aquaculture output. It was commissioned by Greenpeace, and they absolutely uh, are disgusted with it. Do not support this. What China are doing, and ask urge China to China fishing industry to find a way around it to stop, you know, stop this. Uh, overfishing that's going on in China I always recommend going vegan I cannot stress how important that is for your health guys, for your health uh, for the planet for the oceans uh, there's just there's just no other there's just for me at this moment in time with overpopulation of the world there's just no other solution because people are just do not want to change so the only thing I can advise is for the health of the planet if you do not not compassionate about the animals themselves, please go vegan. It is so easy. It is so healthy for you. There's only a few vitamins you got to keep an eye on, which is B12 mainly. Uh, definitely would recommend anybody to go vegan for the health of the planet. And if you're ever worried about if you're going vegan, you can you can always go to Nutrition Fact Nutrition I think NutritionFacts dot org. Which is part of Dr. Michael Greger's uh, fantastic work he's put into there. He works really hard on the website, doing videos for every article he finds to disprove and prove how good 
plant-based diet is and he can go there to his site at nutrition.org I've just downloaded uh, an app and it's, uh, it's called a Daily Dozen which is an app that will give you all the necessary nutrients you have to take daily and it will also it's really easy to find the recipes for it and then you can go to also go to the uh, YouTube the YouTube videos that is made for every single article and it discusses about anything you really want that what's what kind of food is good what's bad uh, what not to eat what to eat he also brought a book called how not to die which is by Michael doctor dr. Michael Greger uh, definitely recommend getting that book too very good f informal stuff in there uh, definitely go to that one so yeah Greenpeace definitely promote it. Ozone Ocean's Live News <laughs> definitely not promote it either. I f find it uh, abhorrent of the way China constantly ignores any sort of fishing regulations in, in the seas. Uh, very, very bad indeed. Uh, next one was the article was annual uh, marine animal park gets probed. Uh, dolphins happiness living in captivity at marine animal park is probed uh, as tourist attraction considers sea pen new research aims to find out if dolphins are happy living in captivity in a tourist attraction the questions of whether dolphins can be happy living in captivity at marine animal park is about to be tested on the new south wales mid north coast a world leading scientist is in Coffs Harbour for an Australian first study into the wherefore of five dolphins at the tourist attraction Dolphin Marine Conservation Park. And we have expert Dr. Isabella Clegg is conducting a research as part of a feasibility study looking in the possibility of transferring the animals from their pools to a sea pen sanctuary in the local harbour. A lot of projects and places want to create sea pens because they assume it will be better for the animals' welfare, Dr. Clegg said. But it's really important to check by doing such welfare study before and after they move just to ensure that they're in better situation than before. Dr. Clegg's research will help decide whether to move the dolphins to sea pen. Uh, Dr. Clegg's study will help provide a snapshot of the dolphins' current lives in the tourist attraction pools to compare with future studies if the dolphins are relocated. The research will involve assessing the dolphins' individual personalities and their behaviour with each other as well as with humans to gauge how they might react when moved to a sea pen. So far, Dr. Clegg said there were positive signs of dolphins' welfare at the park and good social bonds between the animals, some of which are related and very in age. Very in age. We want them to, we want them in a better place, not a worse one. The Dolphin Marine Conservation Park's founder Terry Goodall said the research was a crucial factor as to whether a sea pen sanctuary could be established in Coffs Harbour. Other than Bucky and Calamity, the other three dolphins have never been in the ocean, Mr. Goodall said. We've got to make sure that the fact of shift to the ocean environment is the best welfare interest. He said management had always maintained the animals would return to the park if it was found the dolphins' welfare was worse than the sea pen. Then by all means we would take them back because it's been the key to this whole study that we're going to a better place, not a worse one, Mr. Goodall said. He said it was confident the study would affirm the pack's dolphin with good health and having a fine old time within this complex we've got. A dolphin captivity is a contentious issue in Coffs Harbour and around the world. Sea Pen's best option regardless of finance activities group. 
sentiment is not shared by some animal activist groups like Justice for Captives. While the group supports a pack's joint sea pen feasibility study in actions, with do actions for dolphins and wild animal protection, it is concerned that dolphins will still have an interaction with humans. A Justice of Captives spokesman Chelsea Hanna said regardless of the findings of Dr. Clegg's study, a sea pen would be ideal outcome for the dolphins. There will be a specialist that will be able to identify ways to integrate these dolphins into the ocean environment where there is no interaction with humans, she said. It is that plain and simple. They will be able to live the rest of their lives out there. The best interest for the dolphins would be to get out of these pools. Uh, definitely, the, the whole issue, again, it, this wouldn't have happened if they just not bothered you know, taking any sort of mammals into their actual enclosures. Dumping in pools, making tricks and stuff like that for food. It's just feeding the industry, which is part of uh, the Taiji, Japan Taiji fishing industry, which is uh, absolutely horrendous, killing the dolphins that are not deemed not performing mammals, uh, slaughtering them with the actual cove that they drive them into turning red. And it's, it's it's not not a nice thing to do, not a nice thing to say. So best to just leave those dolphins alone where they are, and stop whining about whether you think they're stealing the fish from your plates, which is what the French are doing at the moment, killing these dolphins because they think they're, they're eating all the fish that they're trying to catch. Uh, definitely would not, uh, definitely not support anything to do with captivity. Uh, baby seal stranded on the rocks because water is full of plastic rubbish was uh, one shared by the metro.co.uk. A wildlife charity released a video of a stranded seal being bombarded by waves of plastic waste in a plea for people to dispose of the rubbish properly. The clip was shot by a Cornish seal sanctuary I chose the pup struggling to swim out of the rock pool as litter bob litter bobs in the water all around it. Uh, they said they have treated five pups found tangled up in plastic so far this year and rehabilitated a total of 79 baby seals. Pictures of grey seal pup with netting wrapped round its neck were also released with the staff describing how they had to treat him for large wound caused by the plastic pollution. Thankfully, the pup named G.I. Joe by charity workers was able to be released back into the wild after making a full recovery. While staff were able to rehabilitate all five pups they found caught in plastic, they say many other wild animals, animals suffering due to rubbish and oceans will not be so lucky. Alexander Pierce, a fundraiser and conservation coordinator for the sanctuary, said, When you've had a long day on the beach, it can be quite tempting to simply leave your barbecue body boards and food wrappers behind, especially if there are no bins or you have a bit of a walk ahead. But whilst it might be 15 minutes of inconvenience by taking your litter home with you, you could be preventing a piece of rubbish ending up in a marine environment where it could stay for hundreds of years, causing lots of damage to wildlife. She added, this calm was coming to a busy few months with lots of people flocking to the beaches. We are pleading for the public to take all your litter home with you and dispose it correctly. Reduce, reuse and recycle and pick it up litter whenever you can. If we all work together we can tackle this issue and hopefully we can help to safeguard our environments for the future generation. And I can only agree with that one. It's absolutely uh, good that they picked up on that. Yeah guys, if you're out there on the beach, 
or anywhere, even if you see it on the floor. I, I'll do it when I'm at work. And I've got a big problem at the moment with these security, plastic security seats having to put on the back of our trailers of the you know, trucks that I deliver. And they are just so wasteful. It's unbelievable. And, you know, some of these drivers I work with, uh, not not recalling any names or anything, and they just they open the door and throw them on the floor and just leave it there. And it, obviously the, the issue is... The, the, because it's trucks, they're heavy. They, you know, more trucks drive over the seal to get ground down, and and eventually just like ground down into microplastics. When you know, most of you know, that's where the problem really starts. Is when it turns into microplastics. Not when it's this full piece, which also causes damage, obviously, to larger animals. It's when it goes into microplastics. It's the worst kind of situation to have. Is microplastics that get so small. Uh, uh, when they get washed down the drains, most of the filters that are at the uh, water treatment facilities are not able to sift these particles out of the water, which uh, is which obviously pass through these filters and end up in the oceans. Uh, obviously, do massive amount of damage to smaller fish and also uh, plankton, which is. You know, which is a uh, uh, very important for our oxygen oxy oxygen supply um, supply in the oceans. Um, it's been also found that they uh, digest microplastics like fleas or any other type of microplastics, and the the clogs the phytoplankton stomachs up and they're unable to digest whatever they're trying to eat, which is the, obviously the whale plumage that the you know they can't feed and the die and what not be able to synthesize the option from away from the co2 and making the problem larger and larger as more microplastic goes in the ocean so guys pick your rubbish up very important uh, last but not least vegan seafood is about to become big business and it's about time uh, article comes it was actually shared by john joseph john joseph cromag uh, one of my favourite guys again was also on the Ritual podcast. John Joseph is a um, been a, a vegan for over thirty years, which has lived the lifestyle of the Ital Jamaican style veganism that's been going on as he was a punk rocker in America, and he met this band called the Bad Brains, who were all vegans, and he got his ideas from there, cooked and cooked for them, been a roadie for them. And before he obviously had his own punk bang, uh, Ritual, uh, Ritual was had him on the podcast. Uh, obviously, because obviously because of his plant-based advocacy, and has also been uh, had multiple uh, completions of the Iron Man challenge. So John Joseph is well known for the Iron Man challenge, and also he's the front man of the Chromax punk rock band in America. Uh, John Joseph funnily says, uh, uh, mine, uh, sorry for the swearing in this one, he says, the choice is obvious, destroy the effing planet or your health like a mameluke or wake up. That's what John Joseph said. And the article comes from Forbes. Uh, Forbes, which is obviously the site on, you can go onto the internet. Uh, vegan here was coming out of big business. 
Uh, plastic straws are the enemy du jour at the moment. This heartbreaking video of the sea turtle with the straw stuck up its nostril has resulted in multinational corporations pledging to ban singles plastic straws. This is laudable cause, but on its own, it's like sticking the bait bandit over a bullet wound instead of performing surgery to remove the offending object to ensure it does not no more damage. Oceans are indeed under threat, but not just from microplastics. Overfishing has become catastrophic. A report by Nature Communications in 2016 found that far more fish have been caught globally between 1950 and 2010 than was admitted, leading to a sharp decline in the number of fish in the sea. Industrial fishers using large commercial machinery to trawl the ocean bed result in millions of other sea animals, including whales, dolphins and turtles, getting trapped and killed in the nets, known as bycatch. Aquaculture Essentially, the factory farming of fish poses a host of health and environmental hazards. Meanwhile, slave labour, which is particularly rife in the shrimp industry, poses ethical problems, as does the issue of animal cruelty, sometimes often overlooked when it comes to sea creatures. Scientific evidence has found that fish are sentient and feel both physical and emotional pain, as do crabs, lobsters and other crustaceans. Fortunately, there are a group of entrepreneurs stepping up to provide a tactical, sustainable and cruelty-free solution to these problems, plant-based alternatives to popular seafood products. California-based Sophie's Kitchen led the field when it launched in 2011 with a range of plant-based canned tuna, frozen crab cakes, fish fillets and shrimp, along with frozen refrigerated smoked salmon. The products are free from soy gluten and non-GMO and kosher. The key ingredients are Konjac, also known as elephant yam, which is popular in Japanese cuisine, and yellow pea. Founder Eugene Wang has been making veteran products for more than 25 years, but decided to specialize in vegan seafood when his young daughter, who the company is named after, developed a serious allergy to shellfish. Being an SME with an outside investment, Sophie's Kitchen was unable to keep up with demand for the frozen products in US stores, so decided to focus on its vegan tuna, which is T-O-O-N-A. Canned fish alternatives that come in sea salt and black pepper varieties. Currently available nationwide in Whole Foods, Sprout and a plethora of independent stores and stocked next to real tuna. Sales of these products increased by 72% between the first quarter of 2017 to the first quarter of 2018. Some stores cross merchandise and cans in the vegan plant-based refrigeration section next to the vegan mayonnaise too, says Wang. It gives the consumer an idea that these tunas can be used just like real tuna. Wang, who is currently working on product development with two universities in Asia, is keeping position so it's kitchen on the clean label brand. Unlike some meat alternatives, we only use real food ingredients. He says, nothing is lab-grown because we believe that nature provides us all the components for great food. The most influential thing about the clean label movement is the fact that it forces as manufacturers to take more responsible and transparent approach to the ingredients we use. As retailers and consumers are educated, we move toward positive change. It's a win-win for everyone. Over the past three years, buoyed by the surge of demand for plant-based products, several new players have entered the vegan seafood scene, and investors are queuing up to fund them. Uh, new York has 
uh, Ocean Hunger F- Hunger Foods in New York has made a splash in the restaurant food service sector with its raw tuna. Ahimi Table David Bazaquin says the world's first plant-based alternative to raw tuna for using dishes such as sushi, kawaii, porky, uh, tartar, and crudo. Created by certified master chef James Corwell and launched into the market in November 2017, Ahimi is currently sold approximately 50 whole. Who are food stores across the US, a college and corporate cafeterias run by institutional food service providers. Uh, Ahina is sold as a food service ingredient, not as a packaged food product for consumers to take home and cook with. Even the retail establishments like Whole Foods is sold at sushi bar in the rolls, not on the shelves. We just decided to sell it this way because most consumers don't make raw fish dishes at home. Explains Baza Queen. Instead, most people buy those fishes ready to make in restaurants by selling it to chefs to make the restaurants where pass it by passing having to teach consumers to make raw fish dishes and then to also make them plant based. In addition to vegans, vegetarians, and flexitarians, Ahimi is aimed at those with seafood allergies to people who choose not to eat raw fish for safety reasons, such as pregnant women, the elderly. And infirm, and those who are inundocompromised. It's also great for anyone looking at clean, plant-based products, olive oil, tuna, other than indigenous species for sustainable reasons. Says Bazaquin, who himself switched to plant-based eating after witnessing the suffering of fish firsthand. I'm thrilled at the success we've seen with the adoption of plant-based beef, poultry, and dairy. But there's been too little focus on the need to stop the crisis of neurotrophins. Over 90% of species live in our oceans and over 90% of carbon is stored in the oceans. Destroying aquatic ecosystems is catastrophic, with an estimated 50 billion aquatic animals killed for food in the US every single year, which is five times as much as all land animals combined. I want to be a part of saving those species as well as saving our own species. With the masses of marine biodiversity and conservation from Scripps Institution of Oceanography, Dominique Barnes has also experienced firsthand the devastating impacts of commercial seafood products in the oceans, determined to come up with a solution. She teamed up with biomedical engineering graduate Michael Wolf to launch new wave foods, which has been developed in plant based shrimp alternatives in both raw and crispy breaded formats since 2015. So, guys, there's that article there. So, yeah, guys, and again go vegan that's all i can uh, that's all i can say to that one get yourself on the plant-based train that's what i say guys it's so beneficial for your health it's unbelievable i mean i've been doing it for almost a year now uh, and as people seem to keep telling me i'm still waiting to get sick and it's not happened yet um always make sure i get all my vitamins uh obviously b12 fortified in cereals and also if you know uh, every three days i take uh, a multivitamin just to keep it all up um, once i run out of that i will just get the b12 spray obviously people uh, it's, it's said that people don't need to take b12 if they don't wash wash their vegetables because b12 is actually in the soil which is synthesized by bacteria in the soil and those go on the plants which we eat and that's how we keep the b12 going which obviously this is the reason why meat has b12 on it because the cows eat the grass they pull it out of the ground eat it and obviously there's always some soil in the grass 
there's obviously it's close to the ground ground anyway and that's how they keep their b12 up so uh so yeah guys get on the vegan train all i can remember is you're doing the world health and the oceans a really big favor guys so again uh, thanks for listening to this podcast uh hopefully next time i won't be so long puppies are getting older more time available so hopefully i'll be back uh next week or a bit sooner who knows uh, so I'll see you guys again or you'll hear me for me next week hopefully and I hope you have a very pleasant week bye bye